Blog Talk Radio. He doesn't mean to brag, but he has to boast in his favorite MLB player of all time, the late Ned Yost. Real fast before we jump in with our guest today, if you're looking for some professional wrestling today, benefit show in Vincennes, Indiana, being hosted by TSW. You also have School of Morton Wrestling featuring the debut of the Caribbean Tiger, that is in Chucky, Tennessee. Also, Warrior Pro Wrestling happening right now, just getting underway, that in Danville, Indiana. And also, you can find me later today at Blue Collar Wrestling in Portland, Oregon, where my brother, Jakari Guy, makes his wrestling debut for BCW. You've seen him officiate a bunch. Now he's going to get in the ring as a competitor, so come watch that. But our guest is with us, and we have been hugely excited for this for some time. Moondog Ace, welcome to Turnbuckle Turmoil. We're happy to have you here. Hey, thanks a lot, Daddy. Good to be here. Now, I will lead you off with our traditional first-timer question, since we have never had Moondog Ace on the show before. What led to you jumping into the business of professional wrestling? Well, I was brought up pretty rough up in the woods there, and I've seen a lot of ugliness that the world has to offer. And I tell you what, nothing really gets me going than a good fight, a good man-to-man fight, where bloody knuckles, and bloody noses, and black eyes, and teeth being knocked out. That's my game, Daddy. Oh, oh, oh! That's right. Well, being Moondog Ace, I'm sure you're aware of the long and storied history in professional wrestling of Moondogs. It seems like there's Moondogs all over the map. Can you run down the Moondog family tree for us? Tell us what's up with all the connections between the various Moondogs. Well, I don't think it comes down to blood, brother. I think what it is is a state of mind, Daddy. Ow, 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 ow! The state of <laughs> mind of always rocking and kicking ass. 
That's what it's all about. And I know for a fact all the moon dogs before me were very, very good at doing that. There's still some moon dogs running around. I know you are, of course, active. There's a moon dog in Louisiana that was up in our area a couple of years ago. He's still active, so there's still some moon dogs out there. But I'm glad you're keeping that state of mind alive. I can't help it, Daddy. It's running through my veins all day, all night, every day. Oh, 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 yeah, that's right, Daddy. I'm the moon dog. And you guys better watch out. Anytime, wherever we meet, anywhere in the ring, in an alleyway, at the mall, if you see me, you better get out of the way. That's all I got to say. Now, since you joined the Real School Army a few months ago, we know that you've been connected with the legendary Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan as sort of a mentor. What's it been like having someone the caliber of Kevin Sullivan in your corner? Well, I'll tell you what. Ever since I was a little moon dog, I've been faced off with all kinds of trials and tribulations. And... I'll tell you the truth. Taskmaster has got a few years on me. So what I haven't experienced and dealt with, Taskmaster has, and he lets me know what's up so I can deliver the proper ass whooping that those people deserve. Now, I don't have it 110% confirmed, but I'm like 98.63279% sure that Kevin Sullivan has done battle with some of the previous Moon Dogs. I'm thinking his Memphis run, he may have fought a few, possibly in WCW as well. What's it like knowing that Kevin Sullivan not only has you as someone he's mentoring, but he's also got a history with some of these previous Moon Dogs that you have the state of mind with, apparently. I don't understand. What's the question? What are you asking? Uh, How's it feel knowing that Kevin Sullivan's not only associated with you, but he's also had an association with some of the previous Moon Dogs? Well, I, I think I know where you're heading. Uh, let's see. You know, with him fighting some of the Moon Dogs in the past, he understands a little bit about what's going on in Moon Dog Ace. That's kind of what's happening. He knows, he knows for a fact that I got the biggest bone in the business, for sure. I don't doubt that. I've seen that bone. Now, speaking of bones, we know in professional wrestling, it is a contact sport, and injuries can pop up at any time, (laughs) be it to yourself or to your opponent or just someone else on the card with you. I'm sure you've seen and had your fair share of some injuries. What's some of the more gnarly injuries that you've encountered during your days? Oh, man. I don't know where to begin. That's just kind of part of life, not just wrestling, but part of life. You're trying to be extreme in any way, shape, or form. You're going to have situations where you're going to get hurt And I tell you what, some of the the biggest stuff that I've taken is probably the back of my head. 
and I got the scars to prove it. Some yellow bellies want to come out of the woodwork and hit you when you're not looking. Oh, that just, that chaps my hide and gets my bone even harder than it is when I whack him with it. You know what I'm saying? I do, and I think if you whack someone with that bone when it's that hard, they're going to get injured too, so it's a full circle effect. Yes. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, Daddy? And one of the places that we have seen you pop up over the last several months is the Key Peninsula Civic Center in Vaughn, Washington. Personally, I think it's a fine, fine venue for pro wrestling, one of the nicer venues I've encountered. What's your thoughts and opinions on this venue? Well, I guess the best way to look at it, it's kind of out of the way a little bit, you know, and uh, as long as there's no cops around, I guess everything is good. I'm not the kind of guy that calls the authorities when there's a situation arises. I like to take care of things my own little personal way. You know what I'm saying? So what I think, when I think of that place, Vaughn, Washington, I think I can get away with pretty much anything that I want to. And that really involves a lot of pain putting on to somebody's face. Does that make sense to you? It does. I cannot confirm or deny the fact that there is even a police force in Vaughn, Washington. Yeah, you might be completely safe. Keeps my dander down a little bit, if you know what I'm saying. I don't like a lot of that heat around. You know what I mean? Kind of keeps me unfocused. I can dig it. Now, at the Civic Center, the fans seem to really come out of the woodwork in a literal sense as well as a figurative sense. It seems like it's a great place for fans to come see a show. The wrestling has become very popular there. Several promotions have started to use the building. Do you think the Civic Center, even though it's sort of in an isolated area, might be just perfectly suited for professional wrestling? Oh, yeah, the building's great. And the people that are running that building fantastic always treated me well and i think they do i gotta admit it i think they like seeing the old moon dog bloody up a face or two i think they get a kick out of it especially the way that i do it with all my my charisma and that that rock and roll attitude daddy oh i can feel it right now i can feel those guys looking at me and saying yes moon dog beat them some more pick them up and slam them down that's the good stuff. That really, I think that's what life's all about, tell you what. And those guys the running that show or running that uh, the, the, the building, they, they know what's up. And i got to give it to them. My hat's off to those guys. Absolutely. Great crew running that facility. I've had many interactions with them. Always very great to work with the people that run the Peninsula Civic Center there in Vaughan. Now, as someone that has the ear of Kevin Sullivan, someone that has the ear of Coach Mike Jones, someone that is making waves here in the Northwest wrestling scene, 
if someone were listening today and they were thinking of giving their shot at becoming a professional wrestler and trying to enter this business, what are some of the schools that you would recommend to someone if they wanted to get trained properly for professional wrestling? Well, there's all kinds of schools from what I understand. But I think the true school that you want to go to is the school of hard knocks. You want to create a nice, big, strong spine on you. You want to erase, get that yellow off your belly and come out there and be a true hero or a true villain or something. You got to be extreme, Daddy. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You just can't go in there and learn a few moves. You got to have it inside you. And I see a lot of wrestlers out there. They think they got what it takes, but they don't. You can look in somebody's eyes and can tell what's going on. You know, their state of mind. They don't have that rocking attitude or that extremeness to them. They get hurt. And if you're going to get hurt, well, shoot, you know, we all get hurt in this business. But pulling yourself back up, that's the idea. So you got to look deep within yourself rather than, you know, I understand going to these schools, but do these schools, I really don't know too many schools up here. Uh, but like I said, the school of hard knocks, you got to focus on that and really deep, dig deep into yourself and to find out exactly who you are. And if you have what it takes to be a professional wrestler and do you have what it takes to be a successful professional wrestler. And when I mean successful, I don't mean, I guess you could travel all around the world knocking skulls, but really get in the ring and facing off with your opponent. And by the end of it, that opponent, they're going to know a thing or two about you. And so, like I said, the next time they see you, they're going to get out of the way. Recently, here in the Northwest, we lost someone that was a staple of our wrestling scene for 20 years. I know you worked some shows with them at the Civic Center for a couple of different groups I'm talking about Sonny O'Mara. Moondog, could you share a Sonny O'Mara memory or two with us? Oh, Sonny O'Mara. Yep. Well, you could get that guy to shut up, could you? He was something You else. could not. I had to find him once for talking too much. Yeah, let's see here. I remember we had, I had wrestled Sonny a long time ago when I was a little little moon dog coming into the business uh fantastic worker uh what can i say he always worked the crowd really well uh i don't think i heard him say anything bad about anybody and that can go a long way in this business i'll tell you absolutely we all miss sunny now did you have the opportunity to work with sunny at all did you ever have a match yeah, a long time ago, uh, I did. It was a great match. It was down in Portland. And uh, now, since then, I haven't, before his uh, demise, I didn't have a chance to wrestle him or get in the ring with him as a tag partner or anything like that. I uh, wish I had, but I have had matches with him in the past, and uh, they were always great. Uh, you know, and plus, like, like I said before, getting hit in the head quite a bit. Uh, messes with your memories a little bit, but uh, yeah, all I remember is everything was good to go with uh, Sonny O'Mara, and I really miss him, and I wish he was still here today. 
You and I both, for sure. Well, at this point, someone you also know very well, my co-host, the coach with the most that's coming at us from coast to coast, Coach Mike Jones. I'm going to pass you along to him. All right, Coach Mike Jones, what's up, Daddy? Brother Moondog, how you doing? Oh, man, I couldn't be better, Daddy. You know, if I had someone right now to beat their face in, I'd be great, but you know you can't you can't always get what you want. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, man. It's an honor and a privilege to have you on. We've been uh, looking forward to this day, and uh, uh, geez, Louise, I just love working with you. I'm so glad I was able to find you when you were howling at the moon up there in the woods. When I just happened to be oh, out oh, over there, oh, by... oh. I just be happened to go into the trails in Mount Rainier and shit. There you were. That's right, Daddy. It was a pleasure to see you there, man. It really took me by surprise. I'm glad you're getting up to those hiking trails, and uh, you stumbled right across me, and uh, uh, it's been a better, I've been better for it. Thank you very much. Definitely. And then, hey, man, what an honor to be able to work with some Hall of Famers in the Real School Army with Stephen Bonner and uh, Pitbull Gary Wolf. Uh, what, is, what kind of information and uh, knowledge did you get from those guys? Well, just, uh, they gave me reassurance, is what I can say, as to what I was doing was the correct way of doing it. And that's just knocking teeth down throats. You know what I mean? Like, really, like, you don't want to hesitate. I think that's what they told me, taught me the most, was no hesitation. When you go out there, you just give it your all, and you just bust skulls. That's what it's all about. Ain't that the truth, Coach? It is, man, and you know, uh, you're a unique character, brother. Uh, I went to Horseman Elementary School, and most people don't know that you're Mr. Horse Cox, and that might just That's be because right. you got the biggest, you got the biggest bone in town, also. Horse That's Cox. That's right, Moondog Ace. Horse Cox. Ace is short That's for right. horse. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you have and the then uh, bone in the business, Daddy. Exactly. And then I, I was wondering, was Jed Clampett one of your heroes growing up? Oh, for sure. Kid Clampett. I used to, there's, I can't, what can I say about Kid Clampett? You know, but it hasn't been said before. He's a fantastic, uh, fantastic specimen. That's all I can say. <laughs> what about Moondog? Well, guys, we have uh, someone else. I believe Moondog might know. Let's bring him on real quick. From the 253 area, I believe I know who this might be, but go right ahead. Salam alaikum. Hus. Hey, what's Jabari. up, Daddy? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Jafala, the beat for the Middle East, Daddy, what's up? Hey, is this Moondog Ace? Oh, it's Moondog Ace, baby. Right on, right on. Well... Coach Mike Jones called me up and said that uh, you may be, you know, on the show. And I was like, you know, I've been injured and laid up for about a year and a half. But um, eventually, once I get healed, uh, well, let me back up a little bit. I heard all moon dogs are related. Is that true? Uh, there might be some, some truth to that. Uh, we've only 
23 and me could tell you the truth on that. Well, 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 well. You seem like a good guy, but I mean an opponent. And and I heard you. I I, I once I get when once I get all healed up, inshallah, um, that you would team up with that Mike Jones, coach of the most most uh, cat, and maybe I could try to hunt down Side Shola and and team up against you and Coach Mike Jones. And I'm on the lookout for Side Shola, and maybe even Side Show. I'm looking for him. So would you accept that if that once I get all healed up and I can find those two cats? Absolutely, Daddy. You know what? I come from the mountains. And I don't know how many mountain men you know, but there is no – if it came down to it, if I couldn't find somebody to fight just to have a good time, I'd pick one of my friends. If I, if I could pick the toughest friend and we fought for hours, I'd be a happy guy. I'll tell you that right now. So anytime, anywhere, you bring anybody in, side Shola, Sideshow, I'll do whatever I can to bring on an entertaining match and get it bloody, get things bloody, get things, maybe knock some teeth, some teeth out of some skulls. I don't know, but it sounds like a good time to me. Well, since you like blood, I'm going to try to look up. I'm going to, I'm going to be on the lookout. Me and, me and Eugene years ago had this thing where I'm on the lookout for Billy Jack King. I think I'm going to go out and have a lookout for Sideshow because me and him, we spilled buckets of blood, and we loved to hate each other. And more and more, we pounded on each other. We loved each other. And who knows? Maybe that will translate when we have this Washington State tornado match with you and the, the coach of the most. Maybe we'll bloody each other up and be friends and have a mutual respect, and who knows what could come out of it. Yeah, you never know. Once we're riding high on that wave of extremeness, we can carry it on out to the to the bars, to the nightlife, and we can well, paint the town red. That's what we can do. Just keep it going. Well, I want to issue. I want to issue an offer, you know, uh, me and gorgeous Kenny Roberts, we just had Todd Neese, Bigfoot researcher on Murky Chronicles, but I would love to have Moondog Ace on Lyrical Spit, and I could chop it up more, and maybe maybe I could get inside your head and see what you're like and let the fans know, and uh, would you would you be up to that? Well, well I got to be honest with you, man. Inside my head, not the prettiest of places, and sometimes people can get lost. But you know what? I'm always down for a good challenge. So, yeah, sounds good to me. Okay. I'll shoot, what do they call it, chopping it up with you? I'll do that. No problem. Okay. Uh, you know, I want to give a shout-out to Sign Guy because, you know, he helped me get into podcasting. A shout-out to him. And, and go everythinglyricalspit.com. Even check me out on Lyrical Spit Debashi on my TikTok, uh, you know, thing, but uh, I'm kind of losing it right now. I, oh gosh, you know, I, I'm starting to go crazy because it's been a long time since I've been in that damn ring. And, and Coach Mike Jones, I got a question for you. I know that you like a bloody match, don't you? Sure. Definitely. You cracked my head open before, but no problem. Do Do you like to suck on tampons? Hell no. Because I heard you like the meaty ones. No, 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 no. But hey, hey, uh, Jabashi, how do people get a hold of you if they want to get a hold of you besides your other uh, platforms? 
Oh, just 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 go on Facebook under Dayful of Debashi and lyricalspit.com for all the show leaks and everything else. And uh, I'm going to be back uh, doing trying to get some viral stuff on TikTok and Lyrical Spit Debashi. That's about it. Exactly. You're going to have me on so we can call out Donnie Bonaducci here sh- shortly, aren't you? Oh, that's right. Danny Bonaducci, that another joker. That other joker. If he was man enough, he'd, he'd, he'd take you up on your offer. Exactly, brother. Steve Harvey right. Show wants well, us. I'm going to let you go so you can pick on uh, Moondog's, Moondog Ace's brain more and give Sanga a kick in the ass for me. Thanks, brother. It's an honor. All right. little blast from the past there. It, it was like we went back to, like, 2012 or something. Exactly. All right. Um, Moondog, also, what's your thoughts on Moondog Fifi or Moondog Moretti? Well, they're both of those Moondogs, they share the namesake, of course, so they're going to be awesome. And uh, Moondog Moretti, you know, I had a chance because he spent some time out here in the Northwest, and I had some chances to run in with him. And, ah, those are those are fantastic specimens that you're talking about right there. And I learned a lot, lot from from those guys. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I had one of my toughest matches was with Moondog Moretti, and I actually won that match with an 18-minute countout. Uh, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and then what were some of your most memorable matches? Uh, my matches? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, you know, they all kind of meld together. You know what I'm saying? Uh you know, it's kind of hard to – I start thinking – you know, I thought about this a couple of days ago where, you know, you start thinking about one match and then you start somehow other parts of other matches seem to slip in there and it's kind of hard to keep my mind focused. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. All of the hits that I've taken and, and all the fights that I've been into and all the bottles that have broken over my head, it's really hard to kind of focus on the one thing. That's all I can say, really. Okay, yeah. And, you know, a lot of times uh, the questions we ask have more than one answer. So you're welcome to answer as many times as you want. And and then uh, the impressive things, uh, when people do crack a bottle over your head, you just sit there and smile at them and then start laughing, and then most of the time they start running. <laughs> That's true. That is true, Daddy. <laughs> oh! Who are some of your uh, favorite people to work? Who are some of my favorite people to work? Well, anybody who brings it. You know, it's really boring when I go in there and I do all the ass whooping myself. That kind of sucks. And what I like to have somebody to take me to the extremes, take me to my edge. Am I going to make it through this match? That's when, when I really, really enjoy life is when I think there might be a chance of me not making it. That's what I that's when I really shine. You know, when your back's against the wall, you got four or five compadres coming at you. It's uh it's a wonderful thing. And it's uh 
the opportunity comes to taking my life, my my life gets extinguished. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna embrace it fully. But I don't think that time's gonna come anytime soon. There's still a lot of fight in me, and still a lot of rock and roll deep in my soul, Daddy. Oh, 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 oh. Exactly. And then uh, your last, one of your last matches against Chuck Payne was impressive. Where especially since he made the top ten in Pro Wrestling Illustrated for the uh, one of the top ten wrestlers in the in the America. So and then uh, afterwards, uh, Chuck Payne said you were one of the best people he's ever wrestled. So that was impressive. Yeah, well, he knows. He knows what it is, what it takes to face me in the ring, and he does have what it takes. And you know, we might have if we ever have another match ever again, we might go even further, and uh, there might be some blood. I let's hope, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, and uh, did you play any sports in high school? Uh, all I did was pretty much, uh, no, nah, not really. I just spent a lot of time kicking ass up in the mountains. And anybody who wanted to mouth out, we all know in high school, everyone wants to run their mouths. And uh, one of my favorite sports was shutting people's mouths. You know, making <laughs> a fool out of them, embarrassing them in front of all their classmates. That was probably my favorite sport in high school. Yeah, and their girlfriends, too, of course. That's right, Daddy. <laughs> so who are some of your toughest opponents? Oh, man. The toughest opponents. Chuck Payne was pretty tough. Uh, now, you know, I like to spend more time in there and uh, really uh, digging into some, some maybe some previous wounds or something like that. But as far as people taking – Taking Moon Doggy to the limit. There needs to be more. I think there's a, a long, you know, it's a pretty short list. I think if you as, as you look about it, uh, but you know, I think my list is going to start growing here pretty soon. So we'll see. Well, maybe you should ask me that in a few more years. Okay. Yeah. And then you know, I've been proud and honored to have you on the Real School Army, especially since we always scout the world for the toughest and greatest wrestlers, and you definitely are one of the top wrestlers in the Northwest. We appreciate having you. Ah, thanks, Daddy. And there's more to come, man. I'll tell you what. All right, cool. And then uh, I'm sure Sign Guy would love to know what your favorite coffee to drink is. My favorite what? Coffee. Ah, my favorite coffee, huh? My favorite coffee to drink. Is one with a little splash of Irish whiskey in it, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, and then uh, we also got a, a question from a longtime fan. Uh, his name is Kurt Ferris, and he wanted to know, has Moondog ever mooned Ace Freely? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, sadly, the answer is no. But I believe, you know, we could probably put that on the bucket list. You know, Moondog yeah. Ace Horsecox's bucket list to go over to Ace Freely and show my glorious butt. <laughs> yeah, he's over. The, he's over there in New York. He's a, he's good friends with uh, Real School Army's uh, Andrew Anderson, and uh, maybe we can get him and Kiss together and do a rock and wrestling. 
Ooh, that sounds good to me, Daddy. <laughs> Rock and roll all night and party every day, baby. Oh, oh. Okay, and then uh, I'm sure Sign Guy's got a few more questions. I do, I do. So, Moondog, besides the Moondogs that populate professional wrestling, there's also been several aces out there. One of them, former dynamic dude Johnny Ace, who went on to be one of the top administrators in World Wrestling Entertainment. Are you any relation at all to Johnny Ace? Now, and I'm going to tell you a little something. This is a kind of, uh, not only is Ace short for Horace, but there's like a double double thing happening. Is that an entendre? I don't know what that. Uh, the one thing that really got me that nickname is I have an undescended testicle. So, like, everyone called me Ace. All right. <laughs> now, if it's short for Horace... Hulk Hogan's nephew, yeah, which was Horace Boulder, are you related to Hulk Hogan's nephew? Uh, no. Nope, I sure aren't. Fair enough. Now, with the style of pro wrestling that you like to do where you're beating people up and you're getting all bloody and bruised and battered, one of the promotions out there that really welcomes that style of wrestling is the annual gathering of the Juggalos and JCW ran by the Insane Clown Posse. They have the annual gathering, and they bring in a lot of the hardcore wrestlers, a lot of the guys that wrestle styles similar to what you like. Have you ever visited or considered going to the gathering of the Juggalos to apply your trade? That's a good question. Um, up until this point, I haven't put my name. People have always asked for me. And I understand that when uh, maybe not everybody, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? Especially nowadays where it seems like a lot of the boys are gotten soft. And they don't want to bring that element out of themselves to where their back is up against the wall and it's a kill-or-be-killed situation. No one wants that. They want to go out there and they want to do their little flippity doodahs and they want to get the one, two, three, and they want to hug each other. I ain't hugging anybody. I'm too much. I'm too extreme for that crap. And I would love to go out there and show ICP all about it, what I'm truly in my heart am all about. And that is destruction and the bloody people up. Yeah, with a big fat lip. You know what I mean? Nobody likes a big fat lip, but I got a whole bunch of them I can hand out all at once. So some people don't really want, they want the, the nice, clean, shaven look and, and uh, the abs. And they want the girls to be happy and titillated. And that's not, that's not Moondog Horace Cox. I bring the ugly into professional wrestling. And there's not enough ugly right now in pro wrestling. So if anybody wants me on their shows, you know where to find me. 
I'll be there with bells on, dang it. And I will bring my bone each and every time, as hard as it is. Now, there is one person out there, and he has been to the gathering of the Juggalos many, many, many times. But he seems like he would be an ideal opponent for you. I'm talking about former guest of this very show, Madman Pondo. Have you ever crossed paths with Madman Pondo? I have never got in the ring with Madman Pondo, but we have walked uh, across each other's paths a time or two. And unfortunately, I couldn't get in the ring. And I could see in the eyes of the Madman that there is something there that excites Moon And I would love to get in there and hash it out with the man. He's still open for booking, so promoters, if you're listening, there's a match for you. Well, we have a game we like to play on this show. I think you're a perfect participant for this game. We call it Word Association. I'll throw out the names of some people that more than likely you have come across in your career, and the first word or two that pops to your mind is the answer. Are you ready for some Word Association? Oh, Daddy, I'm ready. Oh, yeah, Daddy, let's do it. Here we go. Stefan Bonner. Stefan Bonner. That's the lights out. That's what I got to say about Stefan Bonner. Lights out. Wild Lyle. Wild Lyle. Energetic. <laughs> Chuck Payne. Chuck Payne. Rematch. Sunny Days. Sunny Days. There's a couple words there. Dynamite, small, and package. Kevin Sullivan. Taskmaster. Referee Mitch Ferguson. Straight arrow. That's what I say. Coach Mike Jones. Coach with the most. Knowledgeable. A lot of knowledge there. Mean Mark. Mean Mark. That's it. Very mean. Darby Allen. Darby Allen. Going places. Last name on the list, Mr. Sexy Pants Paul Preston. Entertainment. At its finest. All right, that wraps up Word Association. Now we've established the fact that you like a good, hard hitting, bloody style of fight. But in the last few years in America, we have seen an uptick in 
the Lucha Libre style of wrestling. We see a lot more all Lucha promotions all over the United States and Canada. We see a lot more Luchador wrestlers coming up from Mexico. It seems to have grown in popularity. What's your opinion on the Lucha Libre style of professional wrestling? I love it, Daddy. I love all forms, all styles of wrestling. You got your Lucha style, your American style, your Japanese style. It's all beautiful, baby. They got a thing going on in Mexico. They're bringing it up here. Loving it. Anytime two, two or more people get in the ring, pain, agony, and defeat, love it. One of the other things in pro wrestling that has gained popularity is the Japanese wrestling. You didn't see it a lot in mainstream wrestling in the United States. Uh, some magazines would cover it maybe a little bit. There'd be a little bit of cross-promotion, but now we're seeing New Japan coming over to the United States and doing standalone tours, New Japan returning to the airwaves in the United States in the last few weeks on Access TV. There's magazines that cover just Japanese wrestling that are available in the United States. What do you think it is that sort of grab the attention of the American fans, finally, of the Japanese style of pro wrestling? I think I stumbled on upon that a little earlier today where a lot of American wrestlers seem to go soft. They want to have a little hug fest. Well, all the time, all everything that I know about Japanese pro wrestling, there's no such thing as a stinking hug fest. That's what I'm saying. Too many pretty boys, not enough ugly. And the Japanese, I'm not saying that the Japanese are ugly people, but they definitely bring that out in people, the ugliness. And I appreciate that. Their stiff ways, their, their mannerisms, uh, the way they stand tall, the, although they are kind of short, they do still kind of stand tall figuratively, and you got to appreciate that. I believe Okada would have something to say about the short remark. Well, you know, there are exceptions to the rules, you know. And what and what I was trying to get at, fans are getting pretty tired of all that hug fest crap. They want to get back to what it really was, knocking teeth down, stinking throats, flooding up an eye, giving somebody a fat lip, some con- giving them as many contusions as possible. I think people want to see that. They don't want to see all this choreographed crap, and I'm sick of it. And New Japan is really good about that, or just Japanese wrestling in general is really good about that. They bring the fight, and I like that. I I love it. Now, Japan also, in addition to promotions like All Japan and Big Japan and New Japan, that have that style like that, you also see promotions like DDT that focuses on the funny ha-ha aspect of pro wrestling. They do a lot of the comedy style, a lot of silliness. Yoshihiko, of course, a multi-time champion in DDT. Do you 
have an opinion on promotions like DDT and like promotions in the United States that have followed since like Gouge or Chikara? Uh, you know, that's tweets their own, you know. If they have somebody that wants to see that crap uh, and they pay money for it, you know, let them do it. But the real essence of pro wrestling isn't like uh, some kind of, what do you call that, little pharaoh walking, uh, who is that, Michael Jackson moonwalking bullcrap. Now, I think a good clothesline, a big elbow on the skull, uh, big boots to the face, I think that's fine, and I think that's what the that's what the fans want to see, frankly. Sounds very good. Now, you, of course, like we said, have been based here in the Northwest for some time, but do you ever foresee a time where maybe Moondog Ace will hit the road and venture out to other territories, be it here in the United States or even elsewhere? Well, I have traveled, and I have done some red, but like I said, you know, maybe Moondog Ace, you know, who's, let me, let me paint a little picture. Moondog Ace is hungry for some blood. And we got a wrestler named Sign Guy. And then the promoter says, hey, Sign Guy, we're going to have Moondog Ace come in, and you're going to face him. How do you feel about that? Well, at that time, a sign guy or any of his equivalent are going to start peeing a little bit in their pants because they know exactly what kind of monster they're bringing in in the name of Moondog Ace. And he delivers, and he beats people. He might not always get the W, but that's not what it's all about, Daddy. What it's all about is that memory that I'm going to put in your skull or the opponent's skull. And every time you see or hear Moondog Ace's name, or you see his face, you will pee a little bit. That's what's going to happen each and every time I face off with somebody. That's what that's going to change their life from then on out. That's the impact that I strive for. For the record, I had a urinary tract infection that day. I couldn't help it. All right, well, I believe Coach has some more questions, so I'll pass things once again over to the coach. Yeah, and you better believe it. Uh, Real School Army is going to be going worldwide here within the next year, and we're we're looking to bring you all over the place, brother. Oregon, California, Nevada, Tennessee, New York, Florida, and even all the way over to South Korea, brother. So we're looking forward to, to doing something uh, nationally with you. Sounds good to me, Daddy. More fights, is the there better. Any, is there any places that you've been uh, wanting to go? You know, they are pretty stiff out there in Japan. I want to see how stiff I can be with those guys. And if I, let's see, how do I cut the mustard, so to speak? Now, uh, anywhere in particular, I don't care. As long as there's somebody standing across the ring from me, looking at me with the same intent that I have in my eyes. That's what I'm striving for. Exactly. No matter where it is. It could be on some uncharted island. I don't care. And since we'll be in South Korea, it's just across the pond, Japan, baby. Yeah, Daddy. Let's do it. 
Leatherface coming on soon. He's a good contact for over there, so we're, hopefully we'll be getting something going with him. Yeah. Sounds good to me, Daddy. I, I'd, lo- I'd, love, I'd love to see that match, you versus Leatherface. My God. Yeah, we would bring down the house. And I'll tell and, you what, uh, I'll, I, I, I have a little prediction for that match. I don't think there's going to be a lot of applauses and stuff and clapping and, and the hoos and haws. No, I think it's going to be a silent, silent venue as they see us try to destroy each other. They'll be in shock and awe. And with the jaws dropped wide prediction. open, baby. The jaws dropped yep, wide right. open and their, their eyes wide. <laughs> that's right. Hey, um, we know that you're uh, one of the toughest wrestlers and best wrestlers around. What other type of self-defense do you have besides just street fighting and being a master of the ragdoll? Uh you got to train yourself, Daddy. Anytime anybody wants to teach you some kind of knowledge when it comes to pain, pain thresholds and stuff like that, you got to learn all the tricks. It's all about tricks. Who's got the best little tricks? That's what it all boils down to. And you got to, yeah, any, any, anytime you get a chance to learn. And honestly, when you lose, you lose a fight, you learn a great deal. So I'm not ashamed to say I've lost a few fights. Every time I've lost, I have learned something. And I'll tell you the truth, I've never lost the same way twice. Definitely. And you know that uh, they would all know that they don't want to mess with you and that you're one to be reckoned with. I can guarantee that. Yeah, just looking at my big bones going to steer and clear me, buddy. Woo! <laughs> exactly. So, hey, who were some of your heroes growing up? Oh, man. Oh. What can I say? There's been a lot of guys that come through, a lot of women as well. I, I'm not ashamed to admit that I've seen a lot of hardcore women <coughs> bring bring what it takes in the ring. Did the name a few? Oh, jeez. Now oh, you're talking like uh, who – what about Stan Stasiak? Because I'm an older guy. So Stan the man Stasiak with his heart punch, that was fantastic to see that take place. Dutch – uh, let's see here, Dutch Savage, a lot, of the, a lot of the Northwest guys. But then you look around, you got guys like, uh, uh, what's that, uh, Soy, the Sawyers. Those guys brought it, absolutely. Uh, you know, anybody could say Flair and all those guys. But I'd like to try to keep it obscure. Look at the guys that brought the, 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 the true monsters like uh, uh, Brody. That's a good one. And the Bruiser Brody, he's brought, I don't think too many people uh, cannot piss their pants after having a match with Bruiser Brody. And you get guys oh, yeah. like, uh, that probably be the one that I have the most admiration for. Yeah, and, and then uh, that was all the Sawyers, not only Buzz and Brett, but Smart Bart Sawyer. And then they also got an yep. up-and-comer called Oliver Sawyer that I'm impressed with. Yeah, Oliver Sawyer is making some names for or making some waves out there. Had you ever worked uh, against Bart Sawyer? No, he uh, he moved out when I uh, when I was coming up. Maybe I'm the reason why he moved out of town. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. I, I doubt it. But uh, 
Yeah, I remember Bart. I met him a few times. But, uh, yeah, he's doing his own thing over on the other side of the States. So it's kind of hard to – and I don't think he's in uh, ring shape much more anymore. Okay. But uh, he had some issues. Okay. Yeah, he definitely was one of the better wrestlers. And not only that, he's a great guy, and he's funny as hell. Yeah, he's got a lot of character, that one. Okay, and then uh, what else besides cracking schools and giving people the bone crusher are you, are you got coming up? Uh, not much. Just out here poaching deer, kind of keeping the food on the table and the freezer full, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, not a whole lot that anybody wants to come. You know, where I live in a small town, I'm not going to – I don't want anybody coming up there and chasing me down. But there are people out there that try to make a name for themselves, you know, not necessarily in the wrestling circuit, but just in general. And I always got to watch my back, and there's always challengers. They think they got what it takes and trying to make a name for themselves. But I guarantee you that never happens. It always uh, goes my way, if you know what I'm saying. Exactly. You're going to have to take them to school if you have to. Hey, and we're we're looking forward to hearing you on Lyrical Spit. Dave has a a unique school, uh, show there, so I'm looking forward to hearing that one day. Yeah, can't wait. And how do people get a hold of you? Through you, Coach. You're my uh, my my handler. Uh, okay, wants yeah, to get exactly. a hold of me can. Yeah, so that's how that's it happens. Through the Re- Real School Army. Yeah, you can get a hold of me at Coach Mike Jones on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Instagram. Also, don't forget the Real School Army and the NGW Green Room, and we'll definitely hook you up with one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, Mr. Moondog Ace. That's right, Daddy. Of all time! It's been been an honor and a privilege to have you. We wish you all the luck in the world, brother, and uh, we thank you so much. Uh, You got anything else, Sign? Um, I think that will do it for me, Coach. Um, you can find me later today in Blue Collar Wrestling, like I said. That's 7525 North Richmond Avenue in Portland at the Colony. And then uh, the Sign of the Times, Episode 520, just went on to the YouTubes. So you can hit the YouTubes, find it there. It's on all the social medias, the Twitters, the book of faces you can find it all over there and also you can follow chicken bob on all of his social media but not literally because it makes him a little nervous and chicken bob coming off a fantastic match with johnny of k-pop last night coach okay nice hey and don't forget uh moondog do you have anything that you'd like to plug and promote your favorite donut shop laundromat whatever you'd like to plug or promote go ahead Nah, man, I, like I said, I spend most of my time up in the mountains just kind of staying away from all the freaks. So, uh, yeah, not a whole lot. I do my own brewing. I make my own whiskey. I uh, catch my own meat, you know. I kind of self-sustain here. So, I, you know, I, if there's anybody who's going to be, I mean, unplugging is myself, Daddy. Okay. Well, thanks again, brother. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Anything, Daddy. Oh! All right. Another successful show, brother. Absolutely. Well, coaches, we wind this thing down. Anything else we need to get out there? Well, hell yeah. I got a few things. Uh, of course, we're going to stay under the 
We got four more minutes in the live show. Um, our upcoming shows, we have J.D. Burns and Skyler Burns coming March 4th, getting ready to promote their bare-knuckle fighting uh, show in Tampa, Florida at the fairgrounds. J.D.'s going for the 165 title, and his wife, Skyler, is making her bare-knuckle debut. Then next week, we got Shorty P., which, uh, yep, we got some news for Shorty P., don't we, Sign? Yeah, I don't like being punched in my head on Christmas Day inside of a steel cage. Exactly. And then on the 11th, we got Stephen New. And what's his slogan? If you have to sue, you Stephen P. New. And that's his return uh, His return to the show, right? It is. We have had him once before. He was supposed to be on a few weeks ago, but he had a legal uh, work that he was doing, was not able to make it, so we're making it up this week. Looking forward to having him. Exactly. Then on the 13th, we got Heels for Hire's own Caden Cassidy. On the 18th, Buck Sexton. On the 20th of March, we got the King of Connecticut, Matthew Granahan. On the 25th, we have the Cool Heels with Richard Sincere and Eric Wright. On the 27th, we got a Northwest legend, Nikki Six of the Suicide Kings. And I even think some of the other Suicide Kings might be calling in also. And then going on to April, we have Tim Simmons on the 1st. On the 3rd of April, the Stro Maestro, Rob Kellum. On the 8th, we have Bill Anderson. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to a lot of these in April. April 10th, we have Tony Myers, Leatherface. April 15th, Demetra Star, the Winged Sea Cat. April 17th, Jenny Santana, National and World Grappling Champion. April 22nd, Adonis Staples. April 24th, Mustang Mike. April 29th, Brad Bad. And we have one confirmation so far for May. We have Feel Good, former member of the Real School Army. Indeed we do. That's going to be a good day. Yes, and then uh, I want to also let people know that uh, Turnbuckle Turmoil is on its 12th year now. We've had 1,688 episodes on this channel with 18 private shows, over uh, 146,000, getting close to 147,000 listeners all time so far. And we're running out of time, but I do have the top 15 list of of episodes. Number one uh, top list is Casey Carlisle with 1,247 listens. Number two was Turnbuckle Turmoil Tom Foolery with 923. The third, top third show was JB Moonshine with 793. The number fourth top show was Tombstone Jesus with 681. The fifth top show was one of the lounges. Man, the lounges uh, ruling the top 10 with 661. Number six was the lounge at 631. Number seven, Psycho Sailor with 608 listens. Number eight, Drew Skills with 601. 
Number nine was Jesse Bell with 590. Number 10 was Michael Kirchin with 584. Anyway, I know that you got to get down there to blue collar, so thanks, Sign. We appreciate it. Absolutely, and I believe the point was in one of that top ten, don't be sucking, because I heard Drew Skills, so I, I figured that was the point. Okay, yeah. Drew Skills, don't we'll be sucking. Have- Stay with me, Coach. Yeah, we're proud to have Drew Skills in the NGW Green Room also. Absolutely. Shout out to Drew Skills. I try not to be sucking whenever I'm near him. But uh, like you said, I got to beeline it down to Portland today, hoping Jakari guy doesn't get flattened by Gregor Petrov. But we'll see what happens. We'll be back with you next week. J.D. Burns and Skyler Burns on Friday and then a week from today. Coach, we got a big one. Shorty P. Absolutely. So everybody stay safe, support your local independent professional wrestling, and we'll talk to you soon. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.